Yo, what's up, guys, and welcome to the Movie Newbie Podcast. I'm your host, Jabril Sahemi, the newbie, and I'm joined by... Rafael Luca, actor, clown, thespian, and a pure cinephile. Oliver Mangum, writer, producer, and fellow film lover. So yeah, enjoy the show. Yo, what's up, guys, and welcome back to the Movie Newbie. I'm your host, Jabril Sahemi, and as usual, I am joined by... The two guys, Raf and Ollie, and we have a special guest with us today. Um, but I think I'll let Ollie introduce him just because it's his guest. So yeah, take Another it away. One. Yeah, so we have a very, very special guest with us today here. Um, so we are joined by Mr. Ali Woods, who is a comedian who uh, performs around London all the time, has been to Edinburgh Fringe Festival. And I believe you're performing there this summer, right? Oh yeah, I will be, baby. Don't worry about that, mate. They can't ban me forever. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, and uh, so so yeah, Ali Woods is an amazing comic. He's got his own podcast, the All I Do Is Fail podcast. He's super popular on Instagram, especially with the ladies I've noticed. Yeah, and yeah, mainly uh, over eighties, over eighties women. <laughs> you're out there with my geriatrics out, baby. <laughs> and he, uh, yeah, and he's the he was uh, awarded the Hackney Empire New Act of the Year. 2020 award, wow. which is yeah. super impressive, but more noteworthy, I think, and impressive than all of this is that he actually went to the same university as me. <laughs> Can you believe that? I mean, yeah, that is wow. some exclusivity right yeah, there. Let's go. And uh, he's nice a friend stuff. of mine, but I'm going to, yeah. We're really happy to have you, Ali. So yeah. thanks for joining. I wouldn't say friend, bit strong, but uh, yeah. No, 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 of course, Oli. Oh, 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 fantastic. He's crying now. Great friend. Oli, don't leave. Uh, the next, um, uh, no, thank you, Oli Mangum. It is a pleasure to be in the room with you again and to have then met your two lovely friends. Absolutely. One came to Indeed. a show of mine. Other I, one doesn't care. Yeah. For uh, and also, weirdly, I respect you more, actually, for that, that decision. But um, no, it's genuinely a pleasure to be here and I love talking films, so thank you very much for having me. Oh, no problem. When Raf said he couldn't make it, his words were specifically fuck gingers. Yeah. Just yeah. So you know. <laughs> I have a lot of that nowadays since Brexit. Since Brexit, a lot of that <laughs> But we're friends now, so it's fine. Uh, it yeah, well, again, I wouldn't say friend. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I Can't use the it's word a, friend around Ali. <laughs> that's just my own emotional vulnerability problems. But uh, no, everything else is great, though. Thank you. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. That's okay. Uh, sorry, there was a little bit of like miscommunication. But yeah, I just wanted to actually introduce the movie because I didn't say it in the beginning of this fucking podcast. So uh, we're going to be doing The Pianist today. And um, this is one of the first movies that we're going to do for the World War II theme thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, before we start, we just wanted to actually address the little elephant in the room or the big elephant in the room. Uh, the controversial and, elephant. Yes, the, the controversial room. elephant. Yeah. And uh, Raf, how about you take this one away? Yeah, how about I switch the mood up a little bit? Let's dim yeah. the lights. Um, <laughs> yeah, I wanted to, to mention this um, since we are going to talk about one of his films. Uh, I wanted to state that this is a director who is guilty of um, having unlawful sexual intercourse with a minor. Um, and there's no crazy conspiracy here. There's no hazy conspiracy. You know, mm -hmm. this is a fact. Roman Polanski stated it himself in his book, um, in his actual book, Roman by Polanski. Uh, and I want our listeners to know that we acknowledge that we're talking about such a director, um, but that we wanted to kind of pluck him out of the discussion and have this conversation to be about the pianist rather than about him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um and we will, however, um, because Jabril mentioned this on the bonus so we will explore this. Uh, we will dive deeper into the conversation surrounding this kind of notorious figure now, um, his criminal offenses, and where we draw the line between art and the artist when it comes to all things filmmaking, mm -hmm. acting, uh, especially around the Me Too movement. And even just anything creative, yeah. to be fair. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Totally. So, yeah. 
Yeah, so shall we get to the movie? I think let's let's just get to the movie. <laughs> Down and dirty with it. On a more uplifting note. Yeah. It just goes all down from yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Roman Polanski, World War II, Holocaust. Aren't you yeah. glad that we brought a comedian on for this? I mean, for this right? like it's so specific. And you chose the, I mean, yeah. you wanted to. Well, a lot of my, my podcast episodes are like this on All I Do Is Fail, except uh, <laughs> the, the crime is just against comedy. But yeah. uh, it's, <laughs> it's pretty harrowing stuff as well. But uh, no, it's great to be here. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, why, well, so why don't we start with you then? Uh, why did you want to pick this film when we presented the options to you? And, and then I guess, what did you think of it? So why I wanted to pick this, you, you gave me th- uh, a couple of options. Mm-hmm. Yep. The other two, I, I, the other two I hadn't heard of before, and I looked them up. Uh, but the only thing was, it's just the pianist I've heard of as being a sort of great piece of cinema, <coughs> and so I thought that's the sort of blush on the coffee book that I'd quite like to mm. get through. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's the only reason why I watched it. And then, uh, <laughs> what do I think of it? I mean, yeah, I watched this on a Friday morning. <laughs> Uh, which I think is how it's intended to be watched. Yes. yes. Yeah. Hopefully, in the, preferably in the company of like children, um, <laughs> and maybe maybe in the background while love making. But uh, no, it's uh, no, that's just how I do it. But it's um, it was. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I I, I thought it was a, a pretty magnificent piece of filming. I think yeah. cinematically mm-hmm. it was it was excellent. The the shots. It weirdly it made me wa- watch it, and uh, I don't know whether this is just nostalgia from sort of growing up and watching movies in a different era, and then sort of mimicking it with a lot of the cinema trips recently that I've been to, which have been Marvel related, and just thinking <laughs> like, oh, you can tell, <laughs> you can tell very different stories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> through filmmaking. Yeah, yeah that don't have to be like, but it's a cool different concept, or it's Chris and Nolan. It's like this is just like a straight down the line mm-hmm. story, like mm-hmm. they're telling it through mm-hmm. film. It's not. Yeah. It's not the pianist extended universe or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. There's no uh, cameo yeah. in the middle of the credits. <laughs> There's no, There's no the, sequel. Yeah, exactly. I watched the credits all the way to the end. It just ended. It was awful. Um, that was funny, though, because I did watch it on Netflix, but there are obviously other streaming platforms available. And uh, I watched it on Netflix, and... Uh, it sort of ends, uh, you know, the music coming back, and it's sort of uh, uh, a reflective ending. It's not exactly telling you how, precisely how to think. That's what I thought. And so the the, the the credits start rolling while he's playing piano, and then it just immediately switched to Mo Gilligan's Netflix oh special. Going, I give it up to you, ladies. Though <laughs> oh you guys, when you get us, oh, <laughs> no. so did, did it? Did it not? Did it not keep the um? Because the the credit sequence plays over him. Uh, the credits roll over him playing. Uh, I think it's like a Chopin piece yeah. Yeah, in a yeah. packed Chopin. concert hall. Mm-hmm. And uh, sorry, I'll let you continue with your thoughts on that. But I, when I watched it, I thought the music was so wonderful and it was such an emotional experience watching this film that I actually just kind of sat back and listened and oh, watched yeah. the credits play all the way through because I was right. enjoying his performance or the music so much mm-hmm. anyway. So yeah, I think that's like a crime to like cut mm-hmm. that... Yeah, cut no, that short. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't get it. Normally, Netflix is quite good with the whole. Uh, if something's happening, then they don't. Do yeah, it. yeah. They but, don't but, interrupt yeah, it. Yeah, they just clearly they just uh, they just. Mess. I feel like that's getting worse and worse. The the, the credits uh, after Netflix as well. Like it comes in within five ten seconds. Yeah. Oh, when yeah. or like when they go they to preview the next, the next ep- thing. When yeah. they go yeah. to the next thing. episode, like and if you're, you're not watching fast TV. enough, pressing yeah. like no no keep the credits on. And once it starts, you can't like you can't. Yeah, you're in it now. Yeah, exactly. You're in the Netflix show now. They want, they, control they want you, you to watch the next thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. 
You're um, in there, Tone. Yeah. But yeah, so it sounds like you enjoyed the film. Enjoyed well, the strong word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I, I definitely, well, I did enjoy it. So I appreciated it a lot. And it's um, similar, similar as well. While watching it, I thought, I haven't watched a World War II movie in a while. Like, yeah. these, yeah. when I was growing up, they were like all the rage. There yeah. was loads of them. They, they were the universe. They, they were. were. Yeah. Yeah. War movies were the thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, then, and then they started doing Shang-Chi. Uh, <laughs> the They're the two extremes. is either superhero. Heroes uh, or yeah. Holocaust. <laughs> I mean, Captain America is still World War Two. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, still in that's the game. um. What do they call it when they when you overlap two universes? Yeah, like multiverse. Multiverse, multiverse or a cross section uh, yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're so to something here. Yeah. So I haven't watched a, a World War Two movie in a while, so it was sort of interesting oh, to, cool. to 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 go back and experience that because I feel like there was there was a period of so many. Mm -hmm. uh, and also so many like award-winning like yeah, you have to yeah. watch mm -hmm. like uh, you know a few years ago like a decade ago you'd go through like the IMDb top 100 or something or you'd uh, they'd have these do you remember those TV shows where they'd like top 100 this sort oh, of yeah. film before yeah, like Watch Mojo yeah. YouTube became yeah. and like war films were so high up there but now I don't think they get released as much but no, yeah, and I did enjoy it yeah. Oh. yeah I think the last one I watched was that one with Tom Hanks I think it was like some Pacific War that flopped like Oh, uh, the, 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 the one that set yeah. at sea. The one yeah, yeah, the yeah, one yeah. that set at sea. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. one was just yeah. the most boring fucking movie I've ever watched. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, let's get to this. How about, do you guys want to share your... Yeah, yeah, part? absolutely. Uh, okay, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll uh, follow on from Ali. So yeah, I'd seen this movie, um, I think I've seen it a couple of times before, but I hadn't seen it in at least a decade. Um, so I actually, I remember when this film came out in the cinemas, I was actually living in Warsaw with my family. We were living in Poland at the time. Whoa. And so I'm, I'm, this is, the, is going to be the first of many times I get his name wrong. Is it Vladovic? Vladislav. Vladislav, yeah. Some people like give him a nickname, it. like Vladjek or something, mm. yeah. I think. But anyway, he's actually, you know, he was an exalted figure in Polish society as mm -hmm. well. And this film, I think, was partly financed or produced out of Poland too. So I just remember yeah, it being a really big deal. It was like deal. a four, four, like, it was the... The Brits, the Germans, the French, yes. and the yeah. Poles. Yeah, uh, and uh, so, but obviously, I was way too young to be going to see a film like that. But I was aware of its importance. I did see it later, and it had a pretty profound effect on me. And yeah, revisiting it this time, none of that effect has dulled. I think it's a really um, magnificent piece of filmmaking. And you know, I what I think is really remarkable about it is so we talked about Schindler's List on this mm -hmm. podcast before, mm -hmm. way back in twenty twenty. And, um, you know, there's no reason just to continually compare these films just because both films deal with the Holocaust. But I couldn't help but think about how, even though that film's really good, it does delve into sentimentality at times. Mm -hmm. And what I really admired about this film was its restraint, mm -hmm. was that it, it, it didn't court sentimentality. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I found that the hero at the center of the story to be really interesting because in a way there's nothing special about him. Mm -hmm. He survived not because... You know, he, there's no great act of resistance or sacrifice from mm -hmm. his character. And he survived largely because he got very, very lucky. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's all there is to it. And when it comes down to it, that's all that separates people who survive a war and, and people who die in a war. Yeah. And that's a pretty brutal truth to confront. But I thought the film did a really good job of telling it. It's obviously not, the, like you said, it's not the most enjoyable film in the world. It's very uh, difficult yeah. to watch at times. And yeah, not like Schindler's, Schindler's List, man. This <laughs> is a laugh riot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, that's classic comedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good laugh. We should have done that one with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, I was have you seen Schindler's List 2, Electric Boogaloo? <laughs> <laughs> they bring back all the cast. It's great. No, um, but uh, yeah, no, that's, um, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty, um, Harrowing. It's a pretty profound piece of filmmaking, but yeah, I'll hand it over to you guys. What did you think? 
Yeah, uh, I, I I thought. I mean, yeah, a harrowing experience. Um, you know, it, it, watching it. I think for the third time now, because the last time I watched it was was um, under the umbrella of education. I think they showed this to us back in Singapore um, as a way to introduce the Holocaust and you know, um, kind of. Painting. And you're like, this is a bit weird for a maths lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was drama <laughs> and scene. Um, but um, no, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, this 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 rewatch, especially you know, in in my late fifties now, um, it's you're that old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, don't, I don't look it. I, ginger tea, drink it. Um, <laughs> don't appropriate my culture. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I you did warn me about him, Nolly. To be fair, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm really sorry. Uh, I'm, ri- I'm riff raffing. <laughs> Get it? Um, anyways, so oh, <laughs> let's. Why don't we let Ali stick to the comedy? Eh? Yeah, yeah. How about that? Actually, no, yeah. that's that's bad, bad podcasting. That's your <laughs> on your head. Be that. <laughs> I'll stick to my Shakespeare. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Um, so yeah, no, I thought it was. Um, I thought it was tremendous. It was a tremendous piss. 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 It was a tremendous piss. A uh, piece of filmmaking, and um, there were just moments of of really sheer brutality, but also of of incredible beauty. And I think watching this the journey of of like you said the one one man one survivor um and and following that and having having his life being affected by others and others affecting his life and painting kind of that um it's not kind of what schindler's listed which is kind of an overall kind of arc of the holocaust and what the jews suffered through it but this is just the story of one man and i found it so um, it narrowed a lot of the narrative, mm. which made it easier to follow in a way, um, harder to follow, but also easier to follow. Um, and I thought Adrian Brody's performance was exceptional, um, as well as the surrounding cast. Um, but yeah, it was a really beautifully told story about one man trying to survive this this um, atrocity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So same with you like i first watched this movie in high school as well in history class and um i remember it really um affecting me in a way because it was like around this musician and like being a musician i was always like oh that's something that really captivated me with the movie so uh just seeing this journey of him like going from the heights back like to the lowest of lows and then going up again to being where he wanted to be obviously with a lot of like loss in his life but still I don't know, still with a little bit of meaning in some way. And I really like that journey that he went through. And yeah, I remember this was just one of my favorite movies growing up. Mm-hmm. This is the second time I've watched it, actually. I just remember always loving this movie. It's not the type of movie that you watch again and again. No, like, yeah, no. Yeah, no. It's a hard Comfort one. film. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Netflix and chill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so. you can't you can't clap to that movie. Yeah. Um <laughs> <but> <laughs> oh, is that another round you have on this. <laughs> yeah. oh, Netflix is like, are you still watching? You know, <laughs> yeah. you, you never read the fine print. <laughs> it was all in the briefing. I thought clap on was a man of different thing <laughs> i just love that we're bringing a lot of humor into this, this <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah uh like what i really liked about this movie is the use of like the daytime and making it so like kind of like in midsummer where like the use of daylight was still showing like real just like a real shitty like experience living in that place like the nighttime scenes weren't really anything there was not much tension during those times and everything but it was actually during the daytime where you could actually see and view all of those like atrocities being 
like I don't know, like when the when he was in the German section of the 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 city and he watched like basically the uprising the Jewish uprising that happened in the ghetto. It's oh, like yeah. all that shit happened in the daytime. Yeah. And he could see everything from his window. Mm-hmm. And it's just like him viewing a lot of things that mm. Captured me the most in a way. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it did. No, it, yeah, it had a voyeuristic kind of element. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Those those were my favorite scenes. Mm. Um, the moments where you realize that you are watching this with him. Mm-hmm. Um, you are almost as the audience. You are put into that lens of suddenly you are witnessing that. Um, mm. Yeah. Not just him. So that's what's also a very cathartic experience because it puts you right in his shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, and suddenly you're the one trapped in those little apartments or yeah. I, think he, I think it's two apartments that he ended up living in outside the walls. Uh, uh, and and yeah, you just get that sense of claustrophobia. Of I mean, having... like in that little gun secret gun oh, um, thing, yeah. that's like claustrophobia. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. When they when they put him in the little compartment behind yeah, yeah. hidden behind the, um, the cupboard yeah, for one night. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. How far would you go, right? Like, how far do you go to survive, right? And um, and I think that movie be like really, really encapsulate that 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 whole. It's a survival movie essentially. It's a it's in the, it's in the genre of you know survival movie. And I thought, um, you know what, to to have one man lead this this whole incredible narrative is is you know, quite a feat for an actor, right? Suddenly, yeah. I think I think Roman Polanski um, auditioned 1,300 actors, mm-hmm. um, all of which got no, and then suddenly he had uh, lunch with Adrian Brody, and he was like, yeah, you're the guy. Yeah, wow. uh, He wanted someone, he wanted, like, Johnny Depp? No, no, no Joseph, uh, Joseph, Fiennes. Joseph Fiennes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joseph Fiennes. Yeah. Ali, you um, went out for this role, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I never <laughs> went to lunch with him. Oh, you're in your 50s as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm an old guy, but uh, <laughs> moisturizer. Um... <laughs> The guy, I mean, let's be fair, everyone was just like, you're just too damn handsome. I went, okay, <laughs> I get it. He said it'd be distracting, but uh, a lot of people told me that. But uh, no, it was, uh, I didn't go off for this one. You know, when you talk about like claustrophobic and mm. behind, I, th- this is the thing, right? Because I just, I looked at some of the places he was, he was sleeping when he went to the apartments. I was like, that's a nice apartment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, the high ceilings, nice. Apartment. I was like, living in London, true. mate. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's going to go yeah. and set you back, baby. <laughs> I know there's some bombing going on, but it's a nice area. Yeah, yeah. Also, no no flatmates as well. No flatmates. I mean, he was staying in that that second apartment that he was in. I think. Oh no, maybe it was the the first apartment. But wasn't he there for like it, like a year basically? He was there for yeah. a decent chunk. Yeah. yeah. Shocking, yeah. shocking move yeah. to, to yeah. smash the plates. Come on, bro. Keep it together, man. <laughs> You've been getting through this for four or five years almost. <laughs> oh, Goodness that was hard to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did you? Did everyone just like grind their oh, teeth? Oh my god. Mm. Those terrible neighbors next door as well. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Where, that was where Brody was good because you look in his eyes at that point and he oh, knows terror. he's done. Yeah. He knows he's yeah. done. Mm-hmm. So he's yeah. Like, no, it's yeah. Just, and then it's just on the door. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Next year. And there's no negotiating. There is just. Yeah, and and, yeah. and so like Adrian Brody, um, just to bring it back to that, he was what like twenty six when he shot twenty nine. Twenty well, he's twenty nine when he won the Oscar, but I think oh. he must have been twenty seven or twenty eight. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, younger than me, so I, mean, uh, yeah, I hate him. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, yeah, and and uh, this was his first starring role, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, really, I didn't realize that. Unbelievable. With Brody, like. I've mostly seen him in Wes Anderson films, mm-hmm. yeah, and he's yeah, often yeah. wearing sort of similar clothes. Yeah, so there was a bit at the start where I was like, he's not gonna just do a little eyebrow thing, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. do a posh English accent or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's actually doing this seriously. He's doing it start. seriously. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there were moments where, like, I was like, yeah, Oscar moment, Oscar mm-hmm. moment. There are so mm-hmm. many moments where I pointed, yeah, that's that's the moment that that won well, him. He, or, yeah, he got Best Actor, right? He got, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was the youngest. 
I don't know if he still yeah. is, but he was the youngest man to ever win the Best Actor award at the yeah, Oscars. Yeah, I don't think I don't there's know. anyone else who's won it. No, I yeah. don't. Maybe, maybe he still holds that um, still that title. That, yeah, mm. which is mighty impressive. It's his yeah. eyes, man. His dark. Yeah, yeah. Sad it's the eyes. eyebrows as well. Yeah, and that nose. And that <laughs> beautiful, yeah, beautiful nose, nose. I should add. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. wonderful aristocratic nose. It's, you know, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's it, it just works as a pianist. Yeah, and um, yeah, I, I don't know if he actually um or how long he took to prepare for the role of um of this character um Ooh. and like whether or not he actually you know played extensively with with some of these pieces because like suddenly you're yeah. seeing someone you know playing these playing this you know yeah bit. so apparently he like went into full method acting mode uh-huh. he like isolated himself for like six months um broke up with his partner at the time really and, uh, wow. yeah he uh that's a great excuse then. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not feeling it, yeah. Sorry, man. I've got That's to be a Jewish movie. person on the run in this next film, so yeah. <laughs> I think we should find different apartments. <laughs> That's literally That's the only reason. That is it. I, honestly, nothing I else. I need to method act yeah. by yeah. playing PS2 for exactly, all day yeah, for the next few months. Yeah, no, they, had, they had weed back then. Yeah, they had it then. Yeah. So that's why I've got that. <laughs> but yeah, the, I think the most impressive thing was he learned how to play Chopin's um like one of the pieces completely oh, wow. and um he didn't actually play they got this like double guy who is a Polish pianist as well and they had to teach Adrian how to like play the thing like to be the best fake player ever yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. and um Move to the music to mimic, yeah, the, mimic, the, uh, mimic the keystrokes yeah. exactly yeah so like really to make it like look as if he's actually like doing it i think uh that's why they used uh the you know when he was uh playing the piano but no one yeah, but he wasn't actually playing he was pretending play. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah um Beautiful. that was basically his like training kind of for actually wow. playing the oh. the piano yeah Okay, so, that's what I'll do then. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, if you want to do that. <laughs> yeah, great, awesome, awesome. Yeah, so you want me to play fact. piano yeah, in the scene? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You invite <laughs> someone back. Would you like a tune? And then you're yeah, just on yeah, top yeah. of the thing. You got to use your head to fill yeah. in the notes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen the pianist? You're, what yeah. great in that film! It's really you moving. Got the Oscar. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, no, it's and I think he he also he's one of the the, the long list of actors who who lost an incredible amount of weight for. Yes, he did. So I heard they shot it in reverse actually so he lost weight before they started and filming yeah. and then i suppose yeah they shot it in in reverse sequence so he could actually put weight back on um yeah. for those scenes at the beginning yeah, mm. he's, he's in the pantheon with christian bale uh michael fassbender uh who's that Kona abraham a. lincoln guy oh he daniel day lewis that guy yeah uh tom yeah tom, tom hanks, tom hanks. <laughs> in, in I, castaway for a moment you were talking about abraham lincoln, abraham lincoln. <laughs> who's that abraham lincoln yeah, he's yeah. like <laughs> He got shot watching a play. He wasn't yeah. in any. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, so so many you know incredible moments, and I, I loved I um I loved the beginning particularly because it doesn't it doesn't throw you right into the intense because you we know it's going to be a film about the Holocaust about yeah. uh, a Jew being persecuted violently, but it, it it kind of does it in a very you know the beginning the way it introduces you Slowly. to these characters it, yeah, it's very and it's it's light and it's hu- it's it's filled with humor i think there's a lightness um to the introduction of 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 this family dynamic and there's almost like a bit of a comedy in the in the beginning with um mm. where are we going to hide these you know under the plants uh or, in the or violin, in the violin yeah. under the table there's like um yeah, there's a lightheartedness to it. There's also person. like a roman, almost like a romantic, yeah. not a romantic comedy, but it starts off with like half of the beginning of a romance film, yeah. where you mm-hmm. see him meet this woman or 
bump into this woman, I think her name was Dorota, mm-hmm. and then they're they're sort of flirting, having a walk together, and then it's cut short because they can't enter that cafe because it won't allow Jewish people. And then, of course, shortly after that, they're put into the ghettos. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I like, I mean, that didn't need to be in there, but I liked it because it sort of emphasized just how your whole life, like, Upended. Yeah. He would have had a normal life before that, and it was completely cut short. And any yeah. prospects he had for romance or for affection or for a social life were just dashed. Um, yeah. And it by makes the wall. it may it makes for those moments more impactful, right? Those those moments where suddenly you're seeing the atrocities, you're seeing the, those violent acts. It there's more of a profoundness to it because suddenly, oh yeah, shit, you know, like suddenly um, Jews are getting beat in the street, or you see a dead body on the street, or mm-hmm. suddenly he can't enter this, and suddenly you know his whole life gets uprooted, and they're thrown out and put into the ghettos, and it's it's those little incremental moments. It's that pace. I think there's a rhythm to this film that is incredible, and that shows you how it happens. It's just like probably dozens and dozens of smaller yeah. steps that. Pull you closer and closer towards um, inhumanity yeah. or mm-hmm. to injustice, yeah. and a lot of people won't be aware. It's like the the frog in the um. What is it? Is it frog in the boiling water? Frog in the boiling mm-hmm. water. Exactly. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. What did you think of like the the first act or sort of the introduction into the film, uh, Ali? Well, that was and when we were talking about sort of favorite scenes. That those were mine. Like when they're look on the radio trying to listen, and then they're mm-hmm. hearing that. Oh, that the Allied forces are sort of mm-hmm. France have declared war, and they're like, "Oh, great!" And then it just gets cuts over with Hitler's speech. Yeah, and mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. And that's a wonderful way to show how the war is starting, rather than yeah, just tanks rolling in. Yeah. These little yeah. moments for a normal person to go through, I thought was really clever and made it more scary, and also more scary contextually in the light of what's happening with Russia and Ukraine. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That watching this film now, you know, two, three weeks ago, I think would have been different for me, mm-hmm. because you are just watching these normal, these these Eastern European mm-hmm. people in a, in a capital city, and their life, as you say, being uprooted through this sort of malicious mm-hmm. huge force. Yeah. And it felt, it felt really quite, it sort of hit home a little bit of, of imagining the families yeah. that might be in this situation. So I think the way telling it that way, and through the course of the film, obviously doing that through one person's story rather than rather than being in war rooms and like <laughs> with moving yeah. tanks and yeah. objects around. Um telling it that way through the, the lens of a of a of a normal family, of a multi-generational family who they just still seem thoroughly decent and okay. Mm-hmm. Like not yeah. nothing heroic or anything, just a sort of a but it was just a normal family. Yeah, a normal like middle class like middle class family. Yeah. Yeah. The, the bicker as well. Mm-hmm. And and I liked what you pointed out about the radio when they heard that the British had declared war mm-hmm. on the Nazis. Because that's that's a moment of tragic irony, isn't it? Because I think at that point they're all like they're preparing to flee or yeah. like yeah, yeah. And then they're like, oh it's all good. Don't worry yeah. about it. The British have entered. And as a viewer watching it, you know, after these events, you know, oh, it's just beginning. Mm-hmm. Like this doesn't mean anything. Like yeah. there's no liberation for your mm-hmm. country until That's three so- or four years from now. Yeah. And uh the final solution is just beginning. It's it's yeah, it's quite painful. Yeah. It's um like that's like you touched upon it like this is the reason why I decided to go with this theme because of what's been going on with current like events yeah. it's just like it's good to kind of like revisit what happened in the past to kind of understand what's going on right now and so yet we learn nothing <laughs> ah. um but yeah uh you just touched upon something as well oh shit <laughs> you distracted yeah, well, me no, uh, <laughs> sorry sorry i tend to do that um, um but yeah, it's, it's those. I, well, if I can interject, yeah. um, it's seeing. It's also seeing those moments um, because you get you get the family dynamic really well, and then you're you know that they're suddenly being plucked, and you know where they're heading, right? Um, and 
then you're left with with with, with Spielman. Um, you kind of navigating and 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 surviving um, through this intense journey. I love the moments we get to see um, suddenly outside of his characterization when we see like when we see these little brief moments, these segments of of um, the people around him. So like, there's a dancing sequence that happens when they're waiting for the train to come mm. past, oh, and so man. it's, and it's it, awful, yeah, yeah, all, like, yeah. but but those moments really reveal, like, kind of uh, lift the curtain of like this is this is what's happening, or like the the stealing of the soup and the, the it drops on the floor and suddenly there's a man like eating it <laughs> from the ground, or the kid through the wall, and it's like those moments really color the atrocities of of the Holocaust, and, mm-hmm. and they really um, show you what it was like and you know roman polanski um i think he he lived through these right as a kid and his mother um i believe uh died pregnant in uh the concentration camps themselves so i think you can tell there's a a genuine authenticity a harrowing well he brought he brought memories of his own of his own yeah uh, and his family to this film exactly Uh, i think the scene when um you know when 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 spielman himself is about adrian brody is about to be uh, herded into that train along with the rest of the people that are going off to the camps, and then he's pulled out of there by yeah. that um, that contact of his who works for yeah. the Jewish police, mm-hmm. and he's told, "Don't run." That's apparently um, it was the reverse that happened to Roman Polanski. He was uh, pulled. He was essentially pulled out at the last moment by someone. At least that's what I heard, wow. and told uh, to run. Yeah. But then, and so he ran. And then he realized that this was going to draw attention to him. And he was a young boy at this time, so he stopped running. Wow. And so that was one of, I imagine, many mm. things that he brought into yeah. this script. Yeah. yeah. And those little those little moments to suddenly see, oh, that's how you survive, or that's what I have to do, or the things you you do to try to help, but that doesn't like when he tries to pull the boy out, but you know the boy's dead as soon as he pulls him out. There's <sighs> those, so sad, yeah. yeah, and there's those moments where suddenly you are witnessing a film that that it really hits it packs a heavy emotional punch because all of it was true it's was seeped in in realism almost too real sometimes mm-hmm. right I, I did you have any scenes for you ali that like really kind of hit you i think that the eating the soup off the floor yeah. was yeah. cuz it's that moment of uh, it's it's the two it's two double double punch isn't it because at first you see these two older people fighting and it's weird to see older people fighting over food anyway because they're supposed, supposed to look after them. Yeah. Two older people fighting over this food and then it drops on the floor and there's a tragedy of like, oh no, now it's gone to waste and now neither of them are going to eat. And then when you see him just immediately drop to his knees and start spooning it into his mouth, mm. it's really grotesque. Also, the, the subtleties of him, there's two times when uh, um, Brody's walking through and has to step over dead bodies oh, yeah. to get to where he's going and the dead and the dead body in the second time looks even worse and even more yeah. grotesque and like it's been there for longer i don't know if it's the yeah. same or it's supposed to be i, I think that touches on something that i really that really stuck out to me on this watch which was the i guess you'd call it like the production design or the set oh, design because oh, yeah. there are so many details and this is when you know you're in the hands of a master filmmaker because there are so many details in the background mm-hmm. in the backdrop of of what you see on screen um that most people wouldn't think about when when shooting a film like you like you said you see numerous dead bodies that are just strewn on the ground you see people begging and you see how this gets more and more severe over time you have mm. the thing like the um uh the, the woman the sorry the, the woman who comes who recurs again yeah, have you who's seen like, my husband yeah exactly yeah, yeah. who's like look, who's dressed the yeah. exact same way you know that she's been essentially out there desperately begging and searching yeah. for her husband in vain for like 
who knows how long weeks probably yeah, or even the woman who like smothered her child oh exactly like, exactly the repetition of like Exa- um, what'd she, what she say oh, she was I, saying why, why did, did i do it why did i do it and yeah, then you have was... and then you have um in one of the one of the one of the many upsetting scenes in this film but you know when uh uh it's early on when the father character adrian brody's father mm-hmm. is harassed by those uh ss officers on the street and told yeah. to get off the sidewalk or get off the pavement yeah. and uh you see behind him two older women just uh see what's happening and just cross the street to yeah. avoid him basically mm-hmm. or to avoid what's going on because and that's when you notice people are that's when you notice that people in his situation are well and truly fucked because yeah. the average g- citizen won't uh stand up for yeah. them and will just turn around and walk the other way to avoid yeah. any trouble. Well, anti-Semitism wasn't just a Nazi thing. Like it was a European thing at the yeah. time. Yeah, it was just uh Hitler just took it to the next level. Yeah. So like you you saw it with um that woman that when he was in that safe house and the woman was like there's a Jew here, there's a Jew yeah. here. Yeah. Like it's Possibly because she doesn't want to get screwed by the Nazis, but also there might have been that anti-Semitism there aspect sincere, as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 100, man. Yeah. No hesitation. Straight no, yeah. like, a, like a real. She's trying to grab him <laughs> yeah, and wrestle yeah. him to the ground. You know, like, don't let him go. Don't yeah. let him go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. scary. Yeah. So he's and and I, there's a there's a line he says um, where sometimes I'm still not sure which side of the wall mm-hmm, I'm on, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, he's wow. he's living in in sheer terror and anxiety all the time, no matter yeah. if he's in the ghettos or if he's in the you know the German side, um, and having that choice uh, of um, the Jewish character speaking English and then the Germans um, just speaking German. Um, also, it kind of alienates um, the two sides as well. Mm-hmm. You, they could have just easily put the German cast as speaking English as well, right? Um, but I thought that was an interesting choice. Mm. So suddenly, so I I watched it without subtitles to really kind of, really you know, f- kind of yeah, alienate myself from from the the two opposing forces. Um, and it was yeah, it was a, it was a really. Um, Kind of, it made it more for an intense experience because suddenly I'm not really understanding, and maybe right. there was kind of that right. sense of like, um, obviously everyone was speaking either Polish or German at the time, um, but there was still like a sense of like miscommunication, or suddenly you're told what to do, but in a different language. So mm-hmm. it, like, it gave for a very unique uh, watching experience. Uh, that was one of the aspects that I found a little bit confusing because like sometimes they they'd speak English mm. or they'd like listen to the BBC, like how that. Radio yeah, thing. yeah. Like they all understood what was going on, and then sometimes they knew. Uh, like I don't know if they were speaking Polish or if they were speaking Yiddish or if they were speaking um, whatever was going on. That was one of the bits I was like, oh, it was nice, but also a bit like strange. Maybe they wanted to like alienate to make them. Like, I believe so. I believe. Show a clear I mean, divide. really, you know, even the Russians in an ideal world. English. In an ideal world, this film would have been made in Polish, probably. Yeah. yeah, um, probably. yeah. But you know. That's where the realities of the business came in mm-hmm. at the time. I think, especially, yeah. they just realized it would have more um, commercial value or prospects in if English. they shot it in English, so mm-hmm. that it could be, um, yeah, yeah, seen and they worldwide. Had an American actor, um, you know, yeah, 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 Roland yeah. Spielman. So it also made sense. But he's Polish, like, a, like his family is from right, Poland. Right. He's, he, yeah, yeah. he's like, I think, part Jewish. Like, he has some sort of connection to the mm-hmm. yeah. to that situation as well. Yeah, he has roots to the character, and yeah, yeah. Um, are we are we moving on to questions? How how are we doing on time? We're we're good with time. To be fair, we can move to questions if you want. There yeah. was actually a, a maybe like one or two other things I wanted to yeah, mention, let's go. discuss Please. with you guys. Um, you mentioned the the action, I suppose. Yeah, as it were, when what you're seeing the voyeuristic sense yes, of the film. Yes, yes. So you're seeing that a lot of the events that take place in this film, including the Jewish uprising yeah. uh, in Warsaw, 
is seen from the POV of uh, Adrian Brody's character. Yeah. And I like that there are actually, there is quote unquote action in this film. I mean, you have a scene where a bloody tank oh, yeah. uh, strolls into the streets and fires cannons into buildings. Mm. Or sorry, not cannons, but you know what I mean. Um, and fi fires artillery or whatever. And um, and then you're seeing lots of shootouts happening as well. Mm. And but it, since you're watching it from above, from this distance, and there's no score as well, because that's another thing I noted. I don't think there was any actual non-diegetic score in this yeah. film either. Yeah. It's it's the action's kind of lifeless. It's not shot like as if it were would you know if you were trying to shoot an action film, for example. Sure. And I, it makes what's happening on screen all the more sad and sort of wasteful because you're just seeing these small bodies from a distance fall to the ground yeah. and they just look like ragdolls. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's beautifully, beautifully choreographed in such a way that makes you feel like, yeah, you're watching the real thing, you know? Yeah. And, and and the ways, it's it's kind of uh, what was happening in Schindler's List where's, where the way um, the bodies kind of fall to the ground. Yeah. Um, there's such a specificity to it. There's such yeah. a detail to, the, I remember one, um, uh, one reoccurring uh, body that uh, that he sees later on is this woman who like collapses, but like in a she collapses kind of in a, a child pose, like yeah. a yoga child pose position in yoga. Uh, in yoga, yeah. and I'm like beautiful pose. Um, <laughs> but and she remains, and and that body kind of remains there throughout. I think two nights, because uh, when he leaves the apartment, he sees he sees that body. Again. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's that. There's See, there's that, that attention to detail right. that I was it's, mentioning. It's, it's crazy, and it's 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 just the way the bodies are kind of spread out on the floor. There's a there's like just this harrowing detail to, to to the dead bodies, which that's when you know maybe the film, yeah, the filmmakers has has seen dead bodies because there's such a specificity to it. Mm. Yeah, I think, yeah, I would agree with you. I Her, she really stood out for me because it's, it's almost humorous, yeah. you know, the lifelessness yeah. of it. it yeah. And it's and it's so sad for it to, to have that effect, to be like, this is such a waste of life. It's almost mm -hmm. silly. Yeah. Um, whereas normally, yeah, people are falling in slow motion. In yeah. And yeah, there's a bomb in the, the platoon, bomb in the background. Yeah, 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 bomb yeah. in the back while they're running to the gunfire or whatever. Yeah. And just to well, see. they drop to their knees in a really heroic fashion. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. that's what it is. There is no heroic... Any, there's no. no heroic moment in this film whatsoever. There, there, there isn't, yeah. Right? There, this is not about a soldier who conquers. This is not about, you know, this is this just... This is not about a resistance. This is not this about... Is about not but you get to a, see a, a resistance, but there's... That's what the movie see it, is about. Yeah. Yeah. You, you do, but again, you see it from a distance yes, with yeah. no theatrics to it. Yeah. And most of the people involved, I believe, are killed yeah. Yeah. by the yeah. end of it. So yeah, it's really cold. It adds a real coldness to it. And um, But then I think that, it's as we're sort of saying here, that, that gives it more of an impact yep. I mean, sure. also, yeah also uh, this is another thing that like they introduce the violence really early there's no real build-up to it and then mm -hmm. it's just constant throughout like oh, yeah. i yeah. thought there was one point at the end because when the, when the tide starts turning and germans are starting to be on the back foot there's one moment where towards the end where he's watching and it's it's outside that uh hospital and mm -hmm. the german the german district or whatever, or whatever yeah. yeah and uh a load of soldiers get ambushed by i'm not still not quite sure who they were whether they were just a resistance because it seems like quite a small faction or whether they were mm -hmm. like an advanced russian yeah, yeah. outfit or whatever and the soldiers come out and they start shooting at them and an rpg comes through and i was like okay this is just a classic shootout and then a nurse comes out and I thought, oh, is she going to get shot? And she literally just gets shot with the rest yeah. of them as well. And there's no sort of like glory of mm -hmm. war of like, please, please. Yeah. Like she comes yeah. out and she doesn't want to be there. And she starts trying to run and hide. It's not like she's got a gun yeah. like fucking yeah, Tarantino yeah. or something yeah. like that. Just, yeah. She just gets shot with the rest of them. And yeah. it's like, oh, yeah. Like it's not like 
there's honor on one side as no, well. Where is, people is, are... I, th- I feel like that's a Latin phrase or something like glory and death like that would be used mm-hmm. in propaganda for war. Yeah. Would be often used in, in storytelling for war. And you're right. This is this is in a way this is like an anti-war film because there's none of that in there. No, and it's it's it also depicts just the the senseless inhumanity mm. of this war and of this particular um, of the Holocaust. Yeah, right? like one so, thing struck out to me was like when you see the Nazis like filming everything and documenting everything. Like I remember that was one of the things that like I studied in history class was like. The reason why we watched this movie was there's a scene where like the Jews are like walking above the train tracks on that little bridge mm. that they built for them. And uh, there was just a bunch of Nazis like filming them. And like throughout the movie, like the thing that kept on going through my head was the revolution will not be televised. I don't know if you've ever heard that song. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah like I don't know what it was, but like they basically condensed this entire experience into like two hours. And I'm like, you're not going to see the revolution. If you live through that time, you don't know the revolution until you actually experience that like counter force. But for the most part, the people there, they're just surviving. Yeah. And this is the story of that person surviving. Yeah. And yeah, he, he like came into contact, like maybe his brother, you know, the people that worked in, who were making the newspaper, then the guy that he, sure, like yeah. he meets him again and they were like, we're going to get you out, but we're going to revolt. And yeah, just that journey. The the whole movie itself, like this entire journey, was very, very um, captivating. Yeah. yeah. Do yeah. do do any characters we actually meet in the film get killed on the screen? I don't. Mm. Um, like the ones that he has, mm. like some sort so of close yeah, like that we actually with? probably. I, I don't just, think so. That's a good question. I don't, I don't think so. I, think, so. I yeah. think that's quite a sort of obvious. That's a yeah. Oh, it's a choice, I guess, isn't it? That because there's, yeah. yeah. there's no moment of looking at Adrian going, yeah, 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 whatever, yeah, yeah. Any, like, any of that. Or they all just yeah. get yeah, taken away get and killed. And they're also you're and right. you're right because like even the couple, the where the the husband is an actor. Yeah, we don't. They presumably get killed off screen, don't they? Because then that other character comes in and says, "We're fucked. We're fucked. Get out of here." Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Basically, he says they're done for. Yeah. Like they've been caught or something to that effect. Yeah. Do you know All that his family it's members well as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, that's a good. That's a really that's good, good point. Yeah, well yeah. done. I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah. See, you're not just yeah. a funny guy. Yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. Anyway, I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm not yeah. topping yeah. top yeah. that. That's yeah. me. Yeah. Good night. Well done, everyone. But yeah, I've just thought that. I just thought that now because I was thinking about the death and that, and I was just like. I guess it yeah, it just makes that point of you don't get to say a goodbye. You yeah. don't get to no. you don't get to sacrifice yourself. There's no tear. Yeah. No, oh, like no, the, like yeah. that scene when he's pulled out of the train and he's trying to wave goodbye. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, mm-hmm. And like you he knows in that moment as well that he's never gonna see them again. Like cause they, they all kind of knew in their bones when they were getting on that train mm-hmm. yeah. that it was a slow march towards death and like he didn't he couldn't even go and hug them yeah. and he yeah. just had to run yeah, the next yeah. moment is 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 that it's him like crying, crying sobbing because he knows those, that yeah. he's just with the a- with you can i think you can see ash as well yeah you see yeah. like well debris of yeah, some sort and there's like sort. empty streets oh, yeah. uh, like there was that one scene where um i think he like like passes by a house and there's like a family of five yeah. just like on the floor and he well, like goes the, the, in the children yeah it's the, the children that family that yeah he's like he's like not sure yeah. if he should go in and like yeah. sleep in their like house or like he goes and tries to look for food oh, and yeah that yeah, the, this movie yeah this movie's haunting yeah <laughs> yeah it is Christ. it is but like the, just the weird thing about it it's so hauntingly beautiful yeah which was like what I got throughout this movie. Well, like, I think I think the reward is the fact that you get to see a man journey through all this horror and all this just this utter nightmare and make it through the mm-hmm. end. And suddenly he's playing piano. It's at a the happy end. film. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's happy what ending. Saying, I think. Happy ending, it's right? uh, exactly. It's a feel-good, yeah, yeah. fun for it's the It's kind of like a Pixar kind of. Yeah, right? yeah. It gives you yeah, the same kind of vibes. A little pianist who could. Well. Uh, before we move on to the questions, I actually had one more thing, um, just about that last scene with the German guy and like, uh, yeah, we didn't mention that. We didn't mention that at all. And, um, how harrowing was that experience? You know how like he had to keep it together until he leaves and he just breaks down in that attic, how the German guy helps him. And I think, um, you know how he hears the piano when he's sitting down in that house and then he discovers the piano. I think it's the German Guy playing the piano, oh, yeah, the Nazi. Be, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. he was like a fan of. He's, it's it's implied that he's he a fan of, he's a, of music. Like yeah, a fan of music. Yeah, you mean the uh, the SS officer who yeah, yeah, made yeah. him play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was oh, playing the music Krishman. that that yeah. um, Spielman heard when he was sitting on that chair when he first discovered the the place. Oh, yeah. Oh, interesting. Because yeah. you know how he sits down on the chair and he like yeah. mimics it. Um, and then he discovers oh, was that the, the piano. same piece he had heard being played through the walls earlier? Well, the that piece that he, uh, that yeah, he hears yeah, that through was the walls. In the apartment, yeah. in the apartment, he hears yeah. through the walls. No, 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 no. Um, right before what happens with the with the SS officer, right? He lis- He's in an empty room, sitting on it on a like a little chair, and he's listening to piano. But like we like. It, I guess Polanski made it made us think that he was imagining this. Yeah, this yeah, music. I know. But yeah. isn't there a scene where you hear that piano also being played for real through the walls by someone in? I don't think it was the, the same not- song. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was yeah. the same tune. Yeah. I don't know um, my Chopin's, so I yeah. can't tell you. That's um, yeah. No, it's, but um, I thought that was a cool way to like yeah. connect the two characters yeah, together because sure. you could have had because like at the end that character was in a concentration camp and and is like, pleading for his yeah. life. And again, it shows you that there are layers to 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 our humanity, right? Not every, not all, not like not all German officers were you know out there to like. There is a perspective. Hashtag not all Nazis. Yeah, yeah hashtag <laughs> not all Nazis. But uh, there is a there is a humanity, especially towards the end of the war. Maybe this officer didn't know that he you know. He was in a losing battle, and he decided to, yeah, flip flip his humanity a little bit and mm. and help Spielman. But um, it's nice that they're decorating all sides of humanity with this film. Yeah. Mm. But then it's not rewarded, though. That's like yeah, yeah. That's what it's still. It means nothing at the cold. end. Of the yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he might die. I feel like he's a bit of a better guy, but you can't just save one person. No, and, exactly. and and at the yeah, end, when he's staring death down the barrel. He's u- he's trying to use that to see if he can get ahead. If that was yeah. mm-hmm. if that will be his salvation. But you know that that character is important because, you know, um, I mean, it was it, that was a real person as well, yeah. wasn't it? And Apparently, Spielman tried to find him like yeah. afterwards, and he and he he, he found out that he uh yeah he did die in a in a yeah, Soviet yeah. Union yeah, years um, later camp. as well, man. Yeah, so, so, so yeah. that would have been like seven years of hard labor or something. Yeah, but yeah. he um but you know there were probably a lot of Nazis who and you know this get and this brings you into a thornier conversation about what people should do when in that situation. But he probably didn't believe in the war, like lots yeah. of people. Yeah. He was probably just trying to do what he could to get do his, by. Do his job. And he probably found what they were doing to the Jewish people to be senseless. And so he saw an opportunity to help someone. But um, but yeah. Good guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of good blokes in this good film. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Happy ending, good blokes. <laughs> yeah. Great. <laughs> so shall we get to the questions? Yes. Yes. All right. So first question. What was your favorite scene in the movie? And we'll give it to our guest, our esteemed guest. Um, oh, so you're talking to me? Oh, yes. Yeah. Sorry, to introduce <laughs> someone else. <laughs> uh, the guy like, next to you. Like, fine. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder who's coming on. Um, but, uh, yeah, so well, I mentioned already the op- a lot of the opening scenes. Um, I could have picked a few of them, but considering as we sort of talked about that, I will say the... 
the scene when they're in the yard about to go on the train uh. and it's yeah it's sort of their last moments together yeah. and that and that it's not quite a realization because they're all sort of coming to terms with it already but that feeling of you think we're going to work you think you're going to yeah. work you think yeah. you're going to work and, yeah. and that, that you're literally going to get trained to yeah, yeah exactly yeah. yeah yeah you think and they're still together and there's this feeling of like well as long as we're here together then you know this is as good as it can get but then at the same time just this huge sadness of but this is it this is yeah. we are going to die yeah. they buy the caram off that little kid going uh, around and they're yeah. like what are you going to do with the fucking yeah. thing yeah. Yeah. still yeah. stiffs them man can we get two caramels he's like nah I'm 20 man I told you 20 there's a lot of business to be made here the guy's just making money so and they all share that caramel like the teeniest bit between them yeah. Um, and then obviously, as we mentioned, you've got the stuff going on around them of people mm -hmm. crying, a woman crying about her, her, her um, smothered, smothered baby kid. Yeah. And um, I think that, and as, as sort of you, you were saying as well, it's in the cold light of day. It's not like, yeah. Yeah. it's not like it's a furious scene where they're all, but it's like arguably the most violent scene because you're basically seeing a, a thousand people or however many getting rounded up to be killed like a, mm. like a animal, animals. And, <clears throat> yeah, it all yeah, happened like was... in front of everyone's eyes. It wasn't like a secret thing. No. And no. like, okay, you could say like in World War II community, communications or whatever like it's not like they have t they had twitter or whatever but yeah. it was all happening like just in front and yet of they everywhere. were in a ghetto though so yeah that, i mean that yeah. that must have been part of the thinking though they ghettoized um warsaw mm -hmm. and they put all the jewish people in that ghetto yeah. and it's, it's like a yiddish word right ghetto i think it's not like that's where the where it came from when they put yeah. jewish people in those communities oh, yeah. I, I didn't know that but i mean i wonder if some part aspect of that was to so that they would be behind walls mm -hmm. and so that the average citizen couldn't see what was being done to them you know out of sight out of mind um mm. yeah no one had to yeah. ask any questions yeah. then yeah. yeah i'd say that was my favorite scene yeah yeah, yeah that's, a good, that's one. a good one um Oh, yeah. we said um at the same time. Oh, did we? Yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful um. Uh, harmony. Um. um. Uh, okay. Um, come on, this is serious. Um, all right. It hasn't been serious. No. It hasn't been serious at all. Yeah, you need a little bit of levity. Yeah. jokes, Jibble. <laughs> um, yeah, I was going to say, this is hard because it isn't a film where you pick out scenes. It's not a film of like uh, isolated scenes. It feels like one long sequence of a man, as you said, Raph, trying to survive. Mm. Um, so, but there is a scene I'll pick, and I, I was going to say, I think it's, uh, it's, it's, it's sort of like an extended sequence when he's waiting outside of the police station for his brother, who's been held there. And you do see you you have that scene with the soup, which I is is awful to watch, really difficult. But right before that, you also have there's that um old Jewish man who is um, asking for a cigarette from the SS officers mm. and then starts dancing for them and says everything is all right. And you know that the, the SS officers are humoring him because they they're patronizing him. They think he's entertaining. Um, but I don't know. There was something so accompanied, offsetting. Accompanied by the kids. Of well, course, right? there was something so offset, off-putting about that whole scene because uh, I think, I don't know, you. it's not necessarily positive, but it does bring a smile to Adrian Brody's character's face and you don't know if that that old man knows what's going to happen or if he's just oblivious but either way he's dancing yeah. and maybe he's just dancing for the cigarette but he's dancing and he's smiling he's saying everything will be all right and then of course that's a moment of positivity that's just followed by that scene with the soup which is just mm. you know the 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 ugliest side of humanity that you that there is so um yeah that's a really powerful sequence and then I just want to shout out one 
other tiny little moment because this film is filled with great moments. I think attention to detail when uh, Adrian Brody's up in that uh, flat where um, and he's told you know by the guy who the the fixer the guy who put him there that if you see hear the Nazis coming up uh, throw yourself out the window. Uh, and he's preparing to do that. You see him there setting the chair and getting ready. And obviously this is awful to witness, but then you realize that that's like, that's the steps he's going to have to do. And then he realizes that they're not coming. And so he just puts it down. It's just, it's, it's almost comic in a way, even if it weren't so awful. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Just um, on that, on that um, laughing and dancing <laughs> scene as well. I felt for me, it was like watching how people deal with it. Yeah, mm. you're watching to pizza. That one guy's instinct is to just sc- fight and scrap for food and mm-hmm. basic, and then the other person clearly just like lost his mind or yeah. just yeah. pretending to be happy in it because yeah. it's like an easier way to deal with it. And it's sad to see that spectrum for sure. And that, that, those are the moments I I, I really love the most, um, where it's you, you suddenly see um, the survival of everyone else, mm-hmm. of each individual mm-hmm. um, surrounding Brody, right? Mm. Surrounding Spielman, because yep. you get to see his survival and the intensity of his survival through a personal journey but I love when you get to see everyone else's like individual struggle and individual survival because then it, it really shows you that it's a movie about all of it right about everyone um, I, I have to point out two things for my favorite scenes one is is all the skirmishes that you get to see in a voyeuristic mm. uh, lens mm-hmm. I love I love the choreography it's so meticulously crafted mm-hmm. um, and 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 it, it does pack. Yeah. Um, Those it, are like rear window moments. Yeah, right. Totally. Absolutely. Let's totally. bring it back to that Absolutely. one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was that episode number two? That was episode number two. Yeah, number yeah. two. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah that was our second movie we've ever. <laughs> and now we're at fifty. Fifty. Yeah, we are. Fifty. Yeah. 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 Special guest. Yeah. Thank you so much. Number five zero. Totally forgot that was like what I was preparing for. Now you can leave. Thank God. But um, yeah. So those those skirmishes. Um, but the the scene that took it away for me was was um when Spielman plays the piano to the to the officer. There mm-hmm. is, a, I think it, it moved me in such a powerful way. Um, and the way it's filmed, there's such a beautiful light shining on on Brody's kind of decaying, hopeless, bearded face um, that you can see the dust particles like kind of flying all around. And you see just this moment of humanity of sharing art together. I don't know. Just like suddenly art is the thing that lives on. And also there's a tension in that scene as well because you're not <clears throat> completely oh, you're not sure. sure. Yeah, yeah. You think because you've, s- mm. you've seen two hours of Nazis going, do this funny thing and then we'll shoot and how you And anyway. how randomly yeah, exactly. they die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, watching that, I was still like, is he literally about to play this? And the guy goes, it's beautiful. And then bang. Yeah, yeah. totally. But, totally. But, uh, yeah, obviously it didn't happen. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's for me. It's like it's also between two different scenes as well. Mm. Um, the the first one is um, when his father, uh, what's his name, something Finlay, Samuel, um, uh, Samuel, yeah, Samuel Spillman, uh, but the the actor Finlay, oh um, Frank Finlay, Frank Finlay, yes. Um, when he's reading the newspaper and he's like going through the um, like requirements for the um, like the bat the yeah. Star of David band that they have to wear, yeah. Um, and just like the requirements of like oh one centimeter across it can't be this or this and you could just see how like they're trying to get you with with just like stupid rules like that you know <laughs> like like oh if you don't follow this boom and yeah. um some of the and i just like how the the family dynamic in that scene and just how the scene looked 
with the sun like shining into the room from the right. from the window, right. like right where the newspaper is, but you can't really see anyone's face because it's either shrouded in shadow or they're not facing you. So it really puts you in the room, mm. like just looking from a corner, getting this news. Fly on the wall kind of kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just imagine receiving the news that like, oh, now you are separated. Yeah. And you have to wear this thing and you can't go to these places. And it was just like the introduction into the entire movie. And then after that, there's a scene where he gets... Uh, basically beat up on the street and asked to walk in the gutter and then that's where it just goes on and on and on and it just yeah. builds up from there and then I can't deny it that that scene where he's walking through the street and oh, there's yeah. just rubble everywhere <sighs> yeah and he's crying and rawness and right? literally his face looks like one of the you know like the comedy and oh like the yeah the, I know the, what you're the, thinking the masks yeah yeah, um, yeah. He really just looked well, like Kabuki, like, in, like a Kabuki, yeah, yeah, yeah or a Kabuki, Kabuki mask, mask. Yeah. yeah. Like he looked just really in despair and just like tired, and yeah. like he can't do it, hopeless. and then Kabuki, hopeless, yeah. and then it goes on for another three years, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. or four crazy, years. Crazy. So it's yeah. yeah, incredible. So I can't really choose between those two scenes for me. Nice. Um, so yeah, let's move on to. Oh. Favorite performance. Yeah. Um, can I just get a show of hands of how many people think yeah, it's Adrian unanimous, Brody? Unanimous, yeah, yeah, it is kind of his his film. Since this is radio, four hands were just raised. Top podcast and Actually, three hands and one leg. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no one. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's <laughs> we all have he, our limbs. Yeah, he carries. He carries the the emotional arc uh, of this film. He takes us through the whole gambit uh, and the whole atrocities and the horror with such nuance and also despair and hopelessness. It's it's a beautifully um, saddening characterization of of this of this man who um, has to do everything he can to survive through luck and through sheer will. And mm -hmm. I, I just, you know, yeah, since it sounds like we're all sort of in agreement on that, so we don't need to talk about it too much further, but that scene, one of the moment I thought in the film where I thought this that's, is that's that the, that is the best, some of the best acting I've ever seen was when he goes to the, um, he's able to spend some time in the flat of the woman that he was initially um, attracted to, his, yes. his early romantic interest. Yes. Oh, the and emergency, like the where he goes to that emergency. Yeah, yeah, I think right. so. And I think it's that house, or maybe yeah. actually it's the house of the other woman. But uh, he's been talking to them, and they say, like, okay, we're going to sort you out. You're going to take a bath. You're going to stay here tonight. And then he's like, great, thank you so much. And then uh, they're about to leave, and he's like, can, can I just have a piece of bread? Yeah. Yeah. And you realize he hasn't probably had a proper meal in maybe mm -hmm. weeks mm -hmm. and he's trying to put on like politeness as well he's but he can't help it so he just says in a really feeble voice can i can i have a piece of bread and you see like a mixture of desperation but also um like shame on his yeah. face as well it's just yeah it's yeah, very powerful well i also saw like i also thought it was like oh now that he knows he's safe he can like let his body relax a little bit and be like oh can i just have some food right yes now? yeah um yeah. yeah, I don't know, because he he at that moment he knew that okay he's not in danger, and he was allowed to just like and then he falls back on the chair and like mm. pretty much was like super feeble and like yeah. really weak. Yeah. And his physical yeah. his physical transformation from like this suave charismatic kind of musician who you know goes on yeah, this a bit of a playboy. Thing. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. seemed like a bit of a right. flirt. Right, a bit of a flirt knows how to talk, knows you know knows how to show uh, a woman a good time. Um, but then to see that physical transformation towards the end, where like you say, he's feeble, his body is 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 kind of rotting, and and you can see like 
the the decrepitness of his muscles just like the way he walks and when he like falls down to climb over the wall to get to the to the bombarded you know um kind of uh buildings uh, mm. to get to to where he meets the officer eventually but there's like when he falls down you can just see like even one little fall one little crack and suddenly his bones are just so yeah incredibly mm. weak and it, there's that weakness that he shows in his body that it's like it translates on screen it's it's incredible it's incredibly uh powerful physical performance mm-hmm. yeah and it's cool that his character is always mentioned already but it's not particularly heroic or even particularly emotional mm-hmm. he's not mm-hmm. like it's not like he's weeping and sobbing his way through yeah. this film yeah. like yeah. a lot of sort of best actor yes yeah right it's, with, the, with the nose yeah yeah, yeah it's like <laughs> the snot yeah, yeah. yeah you gotta get that snot out <laughs> the oscar it's but it's like it's so understated and so much power in his moments of like even when he's walking through the street he's not he's not sobbing like on his knees yeah or anything yeah. like that it's just Stella. someone trying to take on yeah the weight of everything that's yeah. happening all around him and yeah. it's it's i think that's what's so incredible about it he he, tr- he communicates it all through mm-hmm. his very smaller like you said his eyes smaller right? gestures like, eyes, yeah, yeah absolutely as uh, as owen wilson would say so incredibly nuanced wow wow <laughs> 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 All right, yeah. So, best scene. Um, no, no, no. Sorry, not best scene. Uh, what's hey, age the best? What's the, what's age the best? I even, <laughs> I even have it written here, right next to me, and I'm like, sir, <laughs> best um, scene. Yeah. So, what's age the best in this movie? You think, Ali? I think well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> why me? It's, yeah, it's, yeah. Sorry, it, it's tough. I'm not quite Get the ball rolling. Yeah. In terms of, do you not understand the, the question? Because I've been, I've been told before. These, so these questions I, were my idea. And, a lot of people don't. I get the next question of like, what's not aged well, but as in like, what's aged best? As in what? I mean, I think the clothes look pretty trendy now. Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, <laughs> uh, yeah. I walk around Shoreditch in London, Actually. and people <laughs> look sort of like these, I'm like these big coats and these ties. Yeah. I can yeah. see it. You know what I mean? Like, I love no yeah. Brody Wadabees. Loose yeah. trousers. Everyone that has that, loose that, trousers. That, and, officer and I gotta coat. say, like Hugo Boss designed the Nazi uniforms, you know and yeah. you gotta say. Yeah. They were dapper. They look sharp. <laughs> they did look sharp. <laughs> I've never thought that. Of... Why so many people joined? <laughs> yeah. That's why he wanted to keep it in yeah. the end. I mean, like... I've always been more struck by fear when I see a Nazi outfit yeah. more than um, like, damn, that guy looks good. I mean, <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, like what? Porsche also used to work for the Nazis, Nazis as well. So, um, yeah. But that vintage clothing, I think. I mean, yeah, the costume look, design. That, that so is, that the, is complete... not so much the SS okay, uniform. To, to address your point, that is a completely valid response. Anything okay. is a valid answer this question it can be something completely superficial like that or it can just be something that is um when you take it out of 2000 was it 2002 this film came out and you transport us back to the present day what has stood the test of time what Mm. has aged particularly well what um what seems what stands out considering where cinema is today or where yeah. we are as a society or a culture today. So it can really, it's really just a, a kind of a bullshit question, to be honest, but... Um, that's why I, that's, that's why bullshit. I came on the podcast for this. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you'd, re- you'd no, do really no, well with that. But yeah, <laughs> so, so no, bullshit answers is what I'm, I'm, I'm providing. But uh, um, well, then in that case, what I would say is the, what I, I mentioned before about comparing it to cinematic experiences now with Marvel, are the, the, the set design, yeah. as you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. of 
building a world that is not CGI'd, that you can you can hear the the rocks as they fall to the ground, you can mm-hmm. feel the wall as people are pushed up against it and stuff like yeah. that. Like I think that is for me has aged great and 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 makes it look more scary and ominous than mm-hmm. a lot of uh, other things would uh, where they've created this digital world. Yeah, uh, I'll just quickly take you know follow on from that because i have the exact same answer oh uh, uh, yeah sure the, the production yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> i literally <laughs> wait for me we... to go first yeah, yeah. and then we're gonna be like yeah actually is what there you, what anything you said? <laughs> that you thought... yes no same man yeah, yeah. what did you say i'm just gonna say that you took the words out of my mouth um <laughs> now but I have, I, see i have it written down here uh production and so set design let's see so shut up never invite ali you're making me look like a fool ali <laughs> it says right there. Um, guest. Yeah. yeah, but I kind of touched on it earlier. I think the production in the set design, the attention to detail in the in the filmmaking here mm-hmm. is incredibly impressive. And yeah, you, you kind of you, you you said it best, Addy, uh, Addy, Ali, that um, the lack of CGI. You can tell that they shot this in Warsaw, which they did. Yeah. Um, and they shot it in Germany. In stu- exactly yeah. in, in Studio Babelsberg. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I thought. I thought the the lack of CGI in general was really refreshing, and yeah, again, the tension to detail. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that would be my answer. Um, yeah, I I, I think um, <laughs> I'm gonna jump on that wagon. No, no, I well, I wanna I wanna say it's it, what. <laughs> this is where you go first. Uh, with this question, we're always like, uh, you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, honestly, for me, it's the rating. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I was well, I was gonna say, um, it's what we see uh, in the fo- uh, in the foreground, which uh, is Brody's performance has aged magnificently. Um, but also, what we see in the background is is everything that moves around him that makes his character that catapults his character into. Um, someone that really does need mm. that wants to survive and i think the foreground and the background make this movie yeah. everything we see in front and and, and at the back because like sometimes in movies the backgrounds are kind of like yeah, skyrim right? ai it's like just, you can just <laughs> hear you can hear like, the director and background go yeah and all right background two go but this time it, it's a really fully richly lived world yeah. um that's yeah, and that that that's what really makes it for me. It, it, it suddenly you're not seeing just you're not seeing a movie. You're seeing almost like yeah, you're seeing reality. You're seeing a a slice of this horrible, horrible atrocity uh, of our history, um, and I that's thought, what makes it powerful. Sorry, I thought uh, I thought that um, when and in the dancing scene I, when there's no characters, yeah, we know they're just dancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, and I rarely think this in a film, but I just thought, who are all these actors? Yeah, because right? I was like, they're they're great. Yeah. <laughs> just, mm-hmm. and they all look so, uh, like disfigured and disheveled and all this, and they've yeah. obviously all committed to. And you rarely in films get. Mm, right. I've seen recently where scenes of just of just a collection of actors that have the background not, performers yeah. that actually do something for the film. It's not just um, kind of staccato like I'm moving from point A to point B and that's yeah. my journey. There's actually an emotional arc to each and every. That's again the level of detail, the 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 set design and the costume mm-hmm. design that really. Um, that really, yeah, paint this this film so vividly that you're seeing, you're, you're, it's almost like you're seeing a documentary of of, yeah. of, of this atrocity. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, for me, I'm gonna go with the fake music playing. I think the fake music playing really, really was yeah. great because I've seen so many movies recently that are just like someone playing the guitar, or somebody playing the piano, and it's not like at all what's going on like with the music. And I hate how like 
you can't just line that up or at least try and teach the actor how to do that um especially with recent music movies and so i think that released to the test of time like his performance actually acting because mm. he wasn't playing the piano but he was he acted playing the piano really well yeah. and that really for he felt me the music yeah 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 and that's a really good way to like show what he was capable of and i think that was also another thing that gave him the the best actor award because yeah. it wasn't just his you know you you just your usual oscar performance like you said but there was a lot of intricacy and like a lot of attention to detail that a lot of other actors i don't think would have been able to do um yeah and i I wish I see more of Adrian Brody, you know? Yeah, like, well, hey, this is this is a He great... does a lot of bad movies. He does a lot thing. of yeah, he, yeah. Lot he, of he, sure, he does Wes Anderson films and then he just does B movies that you yeah. you, you never see. Or right. or or Chinese led um films. Uh, yeah, he does a lot of movies in China. Yeah, yeah. A lot of movies oh. in China. Is he is he Nicolas Cage? Yeah. Like, kind of yeah, in a way, kind, kind of. of. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or Matt Damon, you know, Matt Damon's fallen into the trap of of doing uh, big Chinese blockbusters. Interesting. Well. Yeah. I didn't know this. I knew he was in Peaky Blinders, but I haven't seen that season. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Either. But anyways, um final final Wait, what's no, no, age no, the worst? No, no, age the worst. Yeah, Roman Polanski. Yeah, that's what I wrote down too. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's what I wrote down because uh, I can't really think of anything in the movie. I th I thought the the anti-Semitism you wouldn't get in the way with that today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you never know. It's too much. Have you have you been reading about the Labour Party <laughs> recently? <laughs> It's true, it's coming back in fashion, but still, I think it was a bit too much. <laughs> <laughs> the way they killed them. The way uh, they were so uh, mean. So, mean. Uh, so uh, outdated. Terrible. Yeah. Um, oh man, I think I was... <laughs> uh, I think what's aged the worst in a way is nothing to do with the film, but just the fact... I don't want to sound like I'm getting on my soapbox here, but the fact that we're not... It doesn't seem like we're too far away from the events of this film. Aye. But you mm -hmm. mentioned it before. Yeah. Ali, uh, the timing can't go unmentioned because, you know, there is a war happening in Europe as we speak. Yep. And look, you know, the parallels between what's happening now and what's happening back then aren't don't fully line up. But I mean, still, it's you're seeing, you're seeing yeah. Europe is, is, a, is a battleground once yeah. again. Once again. Um, yeah. And that has aged badly. Although that's nothing, that's no, you know, disrespect towards the film. That's no. just history. It's just history doing its thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And on that somber note, yeah, uh, we're going to go to even... <laughs> More. Oh my god. So um well like we we've, we've kind of touched upon this idea throughout the film as well. Um like his actual like the the main character's will to survive and like was he lucky? Was he attached to something? Was he like what actually brought him to the end of the movie? What brought him to the end of his journey? What made him survive? So yeah, the question is what do you think kept him alive? Like, was there a string to something like you, you always hear about people like, oh, I, I thought about my, my wife or my parents or my favorite car or whatever. Mm. What do you think that was for him? And what do you think yours would be? Uh, <laughs> Ali, do you want to I can go first on this if yeah. you want. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. sure. But just to clarify. It's Edinburgh this. Fringe Festival, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's my Edinburgh Fringe show. You can get tickets soon. I um, <laughs> But is this what motivates him to keep trying to survive or what literally yeah. keeps him alive no no no. what do you think motivates him uh, to stay okay, alive okay, yeah okay. that's that's yeah then i don't want to go first so um i i mean i think i think it's <laughs> <laughs> edinburgh Fringe festival cool. yeah. um i think it's a i think it was a combination of things right because uh the truly random acts of horror and violence that are 
that are seen um, throughout this movie where literally uh, you'll get a, a, a drunk officer uh, during the night pulling people off and gunning them down, right? Telling them to go on the ground and suddenly he's gunning them down. And there is no way, there's no calculation. There's no method. It's just literally random mm-hmm. acts of violence. So I think it's sheer luck. Uh, a will to survive, obviously, there's always going to be this primal um, thing that we have as humans of wanting to live, wanting to choose life instead of death, but because there are, I don't know if there are explicitly, um, if it's explicitly shown in this film, but I remember in Schindler's List, you, you got to see people that are that sacrificed their own lives because they didn't want to be, be mm-hmm. a part of this horror. Yeah. And who would, right? Who who the fuck would? Um, but there is still, um, I think that's part of the humanity is that we want to live despite even being like randomly shot or beaten or 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 having our humanity taken away from us from from a cold, ruthless, brutal regime. I think there is still that will to live um, and to fight against that because that's how, that's what you show. That's the, the character that you show against this fucking you know this this yeah this bloody regime um so i think it's luck will and and knowing i think networking and and connections the connection he had um mm-hmm. the encounters he's the brief co- encounters he had um that that sec- kind of yeah secured his livelihood a little bit mm-hmm. um yeah i think that that, that sounds <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I, I mean, Mangum over here. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah. done it twice. Twice already. Yeah, I was actually gonna say. Yeah, you can see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I literally here. said that. Had that written down word for word. Um, <laughs> no, I think it's. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't really have an answer to that question except, well, on the one hand, I think maybe the prospect of playing music again. Mm-hmm. I think he genuinely, he had a gift, and I think in a way that at least in this character, I don't know if this would be the case for the real life figure, but that was his. In many ways, I'm, I'm guessing that was his reason to live because he had such a wonderful gift that he could share with the world and you saw that he enjoyed it. And I think returning to that and being able to continue that uh, probably kept him going a lot of the time. But then I think generally it was just, yeah, just it's just, uh, a general will to survive that a lot of human beings have in the face of mm-hmm. death. And the difference is that he got really lucky. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I definitely survive instincts. I'd say because there's never there's never a moment where he's holding someone's photo or anything. No, like that or, yeah. I think part of it was also though because he had he had such a great life he wanted to get back to. Yeah, and he does mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah. So not even just on the piano, as we say, he's a bit of a schmoozer. He's going to these these uh, lovely cafes we expect him to be going to, and obviously he's told he can't go anymore. Um, so I think there's that. Um, that probably is, makes him think I've got to get through this because I was my life was so good. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. It's not like he's like this is hard times. This is just what life's like. He's like this is so, this is so unjust. Unjust. Um, and then also I would say what keeps him alive. I think partly if you're sick of piano. People just look out for you. Yeah. Yeah. People, <laughs> yeah. people are like, you're two, yeah. you're two flames on the keys yeah. Yeah. to die. Yeah. Like, we can't let... If yeah. you have a talent like that, people are just like, get out of the, get out of the train, like man. Live, Come on. Live, the live sound, like, from the radio, straight up. Like, he was playing piano. Like, yeah. that scene where he's playing the piano in the beginning and they're getting fucking bombed. Oh, yeah, like, we yeah, didn't no, mention that. I'm continuing. Like, I'm right, finishing this song. Yeah. Oh, my it's God. It's kind of like in Titanic to- where they're, like, yeah, keep goes playing. down with yeah. them. Yeah. 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 Um, I think I think there's, like, a... There's a... There's a... You could, I could read 
more into it, and it might be misplaced, but just perhaps there's a reading of it where it's like it's just this idea that he represents this sort of human condition of the mm -hmm. beauty of life, of, yeah. of yeah. people sitting there and enjoying something. What we playing. live for, right? Yeah, playing yeah. like playing piano beautifully. Music transcends all, like it doesn't yeah. transcend language. The Germans, the Polish, the everyone else can enjoy exactly. playing piano. So he is an emblem, is I think in moments people remembering their humanity and going, we can't go through with this, whether it's the police yeah. officer or the, the Nazi at the end. Mm. And there's a couple other times, mm. um, like when they give him the certificate and those connections when they get his brother. It's just that thing of him as a person, he turns up and everyone goes, that's the beautiful piano player. Oh, isn't life beautiful sometimes? Yeah. Oh, we can be better. And it's yeah. like the little joys, like for example, when he saw that, that old man dancing for the cigarette or yeah. like this little like when so, he has the jam for the first time that he like, oh my oh, god yeah, yeah. Wow. like when i saw that i was like i turned because i turned to my roommate and i was like dude imagine four years you've just been on the run and yeah. then you get like a little taste of some sweet i think the last time he had a good. sweet was that little caramel thing yeah probably yeah. you know yeah wow. so like moments like that um but yeah in my opinion i think it was the music as well like mm. through like at least stylistically what the direction of the movie was like you could tell that music was the only constant throughout and the it finishes movie. with him the film literally ends with starts him and playing finishes, yeah. piano and it's not just playing piano it's yeah. playing for other people exactly you could tell that he found genuine joy yeah. from that and you could tell like in the beginning like he that he doesn't like to leave a, a piece unfinished for example and like whenever somebody asks him to like stop playing he's like oh fuck's sake like i gotta stop playing the piano now and like go attend to this thing and that kind of mimics the entire journey of him like how he can't stop not surviving yeah. like like he uh, sorry that was not the right thing he can't stop surviving yeah basically and um yeah just i just go back to like the second question which is like what if i were in this situation like what would it be and i was just thinking like would music because like as a musician would music like really make me want to live and i don't think that would be my thing Mm. You know, even though like piano was his source of life and source of money and source of admiration from people and just his life, I don't think I would be I would put myself in the same shoes. So yeah, this this question was kind of just like a shot in the dark. Like I don't know where it would have gone, but that's where I'm going. Yeah. So you you're saying that it music wouldn't be the the the, the key that that holds you. Uh, I don't think so. I think family. Like okay. I think I would be. Yeah my relationships with people yeah this that is would what's want hard, me to yeah because he because loses he loses film it's like what's the point well, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah maybe that inspired your question here because yeah there was one there's one version of this where after he lost his family he's just just throws in the towel mm. he's like what what right. else is there, what else there, there for? For? i have no home mm -hmm. all my all my worldly possessions have been taken away now my entire family everyone i love and his has people gone in, as well in an instant yeah his community his community yeah i was thinking that watching this as like doing comedy and like if, if it was called the comedian <laughs> yeah yeah and it started with me telling jokes getting bombed. Think, that yeah, sounds I like a yeah. key key what's his name uh jordan peele movie yeah yeah. 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 yeah i don't think it would be with the same people would revere it as <laughs> similarly no. the, the nazi officer would be like you're a comedian yeah you're <laughs> tell me some jokes <laughs> yeah. i'm there be like my dick's so small and then he's like he's like that's beautiful <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah please here's some jam uh, <laughs> it made me reconsider my anti-semitism exactly. right yeah. like, what's your name yeah. <laughs> um yeah so on that note before we finish um 
Ali, do you want to plug anything? Do you want to let our like handful of viewers? Yeah, I want my mom know what you're doing. <laughs> um, she already knows. Uh, the uh, <laughs> obviously, obviously not. The, uh, oh. From my uncomfortable jokes. See, that's, that's 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 good, clean fun right there. That's a classic joke. That's a classic joke. That is a classic joke. Uh, <laughs> uh, so you can check me out on social media at Ali Woods Gigs, and I post sketches on there, and also post when I'm doing my shows. I've by the time this goes out, I won't have any more of my own previews this month in March, I think, but I've got more in April. So check out my socials for more previews around London and I'll be posting that. Um, but otherwise, yeah, follow me on social media. But thanks for having me, guys. It's been yeah. a real pleasure to be here. Thank uh, you. And, thank you and I think you. I fucked up again because we have ratings. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. We, we can't let you go just yet. You we can't let you go. Yeah. 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 Yeah, sorry, we have yeah. ratings. <laughs> we have He's fucking gotta ratings. Go. Gotta go. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, I guess I'll go first. Yeah. I'm going to give this 10 out of 10 Ooh, wow. tins yeah. of pickles. Yeah. Damn it! Nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah, nice. I, I love this movie. It's unopened, unopened, unopened. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I will give it uh, eight point five piano keys out of ten. Mm. Uh, okay, okay. Oh, do you want to go first? <laughs> no, no, I, I, I no, no. I'm running out of totems. We're running out of totems. I will give it nine. Uh, bundles of bread and jam out of Ooh, ten. That would be what I go for then. Yeah. Oh man, Lovely. that was a good one. Is it awkward that I was also going to say no? See, now I can't say it without without seeming like a thief. Um, now, uh, you know, also you stole my answer, Gabriel. I had it literally written down here. Oh. Although I had it a gorki cans, which is the Polish oh, word right, for right, pickles. Right, right. Um, More authentic, I see. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna have to think of something else then. Um, all right, okay. Who, uh, who edits this? Because then you could just change you to go first. Like, oh, <laughs> I, so I am the editor. editing. Oh, smart, smart <laughs> man. The power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, yeah. I, I wanted to give this. Um, oh, and now I have to say something slightly different. So nine point five out of ten. Um, Oh man, work right. permits. Huh? Work? No, the no, no. That's... Useless emergency work permits. Oh my goodness, no. Um, all right, <laughs> nine and a half. Um, I don't know. Guns, um, guns. <laughs> out of ten. Yeah. What tanks? Uh, potatoes. Nine, uh, nine out of ten potatoes out of ten. Yeah. Right, nine yep. out of ten cool. potatoes. Cool. I don't want to. I don't want to tokenize things in this film. Exactly. It's all really, yeah, really it's serious. Very, it's very <laughs> serious. And also, every item's kind of essential as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Not like survive. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like um was, uh, RuneScape or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say it's guns. Like it's like RPG. The rebels, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I just blanked. Just give the throw the guns. You know dunk it um <laughs> and on that note um thank you for listening guys thank you for being here ali um thank you, thank you to the usual to raf and ollie and I thank always. you to me for being here too yes. um yeah so don't forget to like share subscribe comment blah 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 you know how it goes um give us five stars please please or give us one star but <laughs> write, write a review fuck JB, jw ford that asshole no, i'm kidding <laughs> um, and uh yeah see you guys next time uh for i'm not a dullard <laughs> i'm not a dullard <laughs> fuck y'all uh <laughs> he took it personally y'all he took it personally no, no, I, it's not personal um and yeah can't wait for Inglorious Bastards, I Tarantino. We've got another guest, my roomie, because he didn't make it to the last one because he got sick. So, yeah. Awesome. Ciao, ciao. Bye bye. <laughs>